You're listening to the weekly podcast of a People of God Church in Jamestown, North Carolina. We pray you enjoy today's message. Hello, 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 and welcome to A People of God. I'm Pastor Takuma, and it is a thrill to have you here with us. Yes, one more time. We give God the glory. We give God the honor, because if it had not been for the Lord on our side, we would not be here today together. We take our time together seriously. I take my time seriously, and I take your time seriously. So we have done our utmost to make sure that this time together is an impact and a blessing in your life. Listen, we're going to talk about something today that's very, very powerful, and it's very, very important. What we're dealing with today are from, is from the topic, preventing trauma from blocking your kingdom access. Preventing trauma, T-R-A-U-M-A, preventing trauma from blocking your kingdom access. Can I tell you that one uh, of the strategies that the enemy uses to keep us out of our destiny is trauma. That, 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 that Satan knows that if he can uh, traumatize us, that if he can make it so that you and I are, are in a situation where our, our mentality is, 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 is limited due to trauma, that he can injure our minds due to trauma, then it's hard for us to enter certain dimensions of God's prosperity and goodness in our lives that are in the kingdom. Because how do we do it? We have to do it by the renewing of our minds. Well, if he's traumatized our minds, then that leaves us stuck, doesn't it? It leaves us in a, in a loop of old patterns. And a lot of times, what, friends, what we d- talk about as generational curses is really trauma passed down. So, so, so what we're dealing with now in terms of preventing trauma, you know, from, 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 from blocking our access to the kingdom is we're actually de- doing something that's going to have generational legacy implications that are part of the inheritance you know, we, we, we're talking a lot about generational wealth and inheritance, and we talk about that in, in, in monetary terms or in terms of, of physical wealth, money, assets, and those kind of things, and I'm, I'm down for all of that. As a matter of fact, we have, we have a teaching coming up very, very soon that we're going to really dig into that on a whole new level, a whole new level. But, but, but there's more to pass down than just money. And one of the things you and I want to pass down to our children is we want our children to go from childhood to adulthood with little or no trauma. Now, how can they do that if we're carrying all a bunch of trauma? We're going to, we're going to pass it along and we're going to be limited in our life. We're going to be limited. I I, I got a, I got a, and I got a lot to share with you here, but let me just lay this out. Let's say this statement out for you and we'll hopefully get back to it before we're done. Every trauma 
limits your freedom. You, 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 you are, you, you have, you are bound. You have boundaries. Trauma makes chains on your life. And, and there's only so far you can go traumatized. That's what terrorists try to do. Why, why do people try to get their way through terrorism? Because if they know that they can terrorize or traumatize a population, then they can, they can, they can bind them, bound them. Glory to God. But where the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. All right. You ready to dig into this? You see why this is so important? It's very important. Let's get down into it. Now, now, now the Bible talks. First, first, let's understand the location of trauma. Where does trauma happen? Now, we know it, there's circumstances and things, but where does it happen in you? All right. Trauma resides. And has its being in a in an area of of you that the Bible normally refers to. It calls it the heart. Okay, the Bible uses the term heart a whole lot. That's why you know over in uh, the book of Proverbs and chapter number four in verse number twenty three, the scripture tells us very very plainly to keep, which means guard, protect your heart with all diligence be very very careful with your heart protect it don't just let every everything somebody says or everything somebody does go into your heart don't just let everything that ha listen you gotta you people say well you gotta pull down your walls yeah uh selectively but this scripture is saying you better leave some walls up you just can't be a super highway into your heart you got to keep it. You got to guard it. You got to protect it. You got to insulate it with all diligence. That means very carefully because the issues of your life don't come from the outside in. They come from the inside out. The issues of your life come out of your heart. So that's why we got to protect our heart because that's where the trauma, the impact of trauma lives. All right. When we're traumatized, it goes into our heart. But now, now the term heart, of course, is a metaphor. It's not speaking of, of this thing that pumps the blood. It's talking about a part of your soul or your mind that we normally if, if we desymbolize it, we refer to it as the subconscious mind. All right. The subconscious part of your mind, that's where that's called that the Bible calls that your heart. And so it's saying out of your heart, out of your subconscious mind, not your conscious mind, your subconscious mind. That part that you're not always aware of, that part where things have been buried, that part where things have been suppressed, that part that's hold on, holding on to memories that you may not have thought about since you were a little boy or a little girl, but they are still there. They're just not in your conscious mind, but they're in your subconscious mind. And it's saying it's those things 
that's causing your issues. You think your issue is your boss, but it's not your boss. It's your subconscious mind, your heart. You think your issue is your spouse, but it's not your spouse. It's your subconscious mind, your heart. You think your issue is your children, but it's not your children. It's your subconscious mind, your heart. You think your issue is your finances, but it's not your finances. It's your subconscious mind, your heart. You think your issues is your depression, but it's not your how you feel on the surface. It's your subconscious mind, your heart. It's the issues that come out of it that you and I are dealing with. And, and that's why, beloved, when, when we have to understand some kingdom truth, and the first thing of truth is that life doesn't come, doesn't, doesn't proceed from the outside in, it proceeds from the inside out. Guard your heart with all diligence, because out of it flow the issues of life. So, so, so he wouldn't tell us to do something that wasn't that wasn't uh, possible. So he says it is possible to protect your heart. All right. As a matter of fact, he says it's a must if you don't want to have issues. Now, here's the thing, though. Some of us, you know, things happened to we were traumatized before we knew how to guard our heart. And, you know, even as children, younger, you know, teenagers, before before we 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 had the maturity to put the protections in place, you know, we were wounded. So 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 let's let's get into it here a little bit. Let 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 let, let me let me give you a definition of trauma. Then we, we only have one more scripture, but boy, it's powerful. All right. Trauma. Write this down if you can. I'll say it a couple of times. Trauma. This is this is this is our definition. A shockingly disturbing event or a long-term stressful circumstance. There's more to the to the to the definition, but let's just stop right there. It's a shockingly disturbing event, like an assault. You know. If, if, if someone is assaulted, violently assaulted, something like that, 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 you know, you know, when, 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 when we have th these terrible school shootings or things like that, then we always bring in counselors because we, we want to try to, to eliminate or reduce the trauma impact on the young people who experience those experiences. It's a shockingly disturbing event. It's something that's, that's out of the norm that just busts into your life, just interrupts your flow, and it's disturbing. Or, all trauma is not one big event. A long-term stressful circumstance. You can be traumatized not just in one event, but but something that you've endured for a long time, it will imprint a trauma in your heart, in your subconscious mind. Some people, now here's the thing, tra trauma is not just the event, that's why we're gonna, we're gonna move a little further in the definition, but it's what the event does to you. So two people can go through the same event, but maybe only one is traumatized and the other one you know, it just was a, a bad thing that happened, but it doesn't put that stamp in their heart like that. 
So, so, but, 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 but some people, for example, extreme poverty, uh, you know, wondering where the next meal is coming from, wondering where you're going to sleep. Sometimes if a person endures that for a long time, over time, it becomes traumatic. Or if you're in a, in a, in a situation where somebody's verbally abusing you and just slandering you and calling you everything but a child of God and threatening you and so forth, it might not be one event, but to live under, under those circumstances for a, a, a long-term stressful circumstance, it can traumatize you, all right? So as trauma is a shockingly disturbing event or a long-term stressful circumstance that leaves a fight, flight, freeze trigger in your subconscious mind. We used to say fight or flight, but really it's three. It, 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 can, it can have three. Fight, flight, freeze, where you just paralyzed. All right? It, it, it's a shockingly disturbing event or a long-term stressful circumstance but, but what makes it trauma and, and not just something that was bad, what makes it trauma is it leaves a fight, flight, or freeze trigger. Some people use the term button in your subconscious mind or your heart. That that residue is what makes it a trauma. So now you you have you have you you have something inside in your subconscious mind. We'll use the term button rather than trigger. That when that button gets pushed, you go into fight or flight or freeze mode. Automatically. That's why I said every trauma limits your freedom because now that button, now you're not free to respond to a, a circumstance or something that happens how you decide to. You go into that mode whether you want to or not. Trauma. Trauma. Do we, you, you, we understand how this works, right? You, you've seen just, just to use a very graphic example, people who have, who have been in, in war zones or people who have been soldiers and, and have been deployed in war where there's explosions and gunshots all the time. You, you know the, 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 the old uh, you know, image of somebody, somebody in the house drops a plate and you know the soldier just hits the deck. It goes into almost a panic attack and they have to talk him back down. Why? It's a, it, he goes into a flight. That's a flight. But a fight or flight or freeze mode, it just, they just push the button. So now he wasn't free to even process, oh, that's a plate. Let me go help clean it up. No, something happened to him or her beyond their control before they could even uh, make a, a free decision their response was predetermined by the trauma button. You know, and that's why, you know, as we move into our second scripture over in the, in the gospel of John chapter number uh, 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 14, that's why trauma limits your freedom. Because when that button is pushed, as long as that button is there, you, your choices of how to respond get limited to dealing with what comes up out of your heart, out of your subconscious, 
from that button being pushed because trauma has left that button in your heart. All right. So, 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 and, 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 the, and the reason that's a problem is because you have to be, listen, this kingdom is a kingdom of freedom. Anything that binds you keeps you out of certain dimensions of blessedness, of destiny, of kingdom. Because it leaves you stuck. All right, one more scripture now. John chapter 14. We're going to start at verse number one. Watch this here. Are you getting something out of this? Watch this here now, because we got it. We got it. We got to get you. Get you free. All right. All right. John chapter 14, starting at verse number one. Don't let your heart be troubled. Stop. That's good news. Oh, that's good news. It's saying, listen, what it's saying is that I have some influence over my heart, that I'm not just at the mercy of whatever has happened to my heart. Now I'm just stuck with it. When By saying, let not your heart be troubled, what it's saying is, listen, there is a way to extract the troubledness. The, 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 I'm making up words, the trouble dumb, the, 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 the trouble response. He says, you can, you, you, you can, uh, you have the capacity to have an untroubled heart. And even if your heart is troubled, he's saying, don't let it. Don't just give in to that. Don't just accept that. Don't just decide, well, this is just who I am and what I got to live with. No, 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 no. He says very clearly, do not let your heart be troubled. That means there's something, at least with God's help, that we can do for the troubled heart. And, I, I, and listen, I just want to say right now to you that I just want to pray God's Holy Spirit in your life that, that, that God gives you the capacity. Well, you have the capacity, but then God give, begins to implement a strategy for you to untrouble your heart. Now, I'm not saying you can do that in an instant. Maybe God will do it in an instant, but I'm not saying that just you can just wave your hand and say, okay, my heart's not troubled anymore. It may be more complicated than that. But but we can untrouble our heart. It, it, you know, it might take some radical worship. You know, you, you might have to get up out of your seat and open your mouth a little louder than you normally do and, and, and move your body with a little more. You might need to run around a little, but, 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 but you can do it. You might need to go get some counseling and some therapy and let somebody who's experienced in these matters talk you through some of this and let you get some of this out by the power of your speech and 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 let your words start to 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 command some of this trouble out of your heart you 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 may need you know to 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 separate yourself from some people and from some circumstances that keep pushing your button and get away from it long enough you understand what I'm saying? So that so that you can deal with this without being constantly re-triggered and reset. That's, that, that, I, I didn't say it was easy. Christ, who's speaking here in John 14, he didn't say it was easy. He didn't say it could happen all in a moment. Although, I, you know, 
we're not going to take that possibility away. But he say that, that you can take dominion over your heart instead of your heart having dominion over you. Are you listening to me? Listen, he gave you a, a mind, a conscious mind and a subconscious mind. It's supposed to be a tool for you. Your subconscious mind, your heart, the Bible also refers to it as soil. He says you can sow into your own heart and reap a harvest. It's supposed to be a tool to help you manifest the things of God. Satan has taken it, that evil one, and used it as a tool to manifest chains and bondage through trauma. But that is for you and I today, people of God. Because <laughs> we're getting free of this trauma because we got places to go, people to see, things to do, and our God to please. Come on, somebody. <laughs> Let not your heart be troubled. Listen, find you a therapist, find you a counselor, but talk to them a little bit now. I'm just going to give you just a little advice. You need a counselor who believes in deliverance from trauma, not just management. And now I'm just going to tell you straight up. But the school, I've had some training and I'm not a certified therapist, but I've had some training in it. The training is to help you manage it. So you got to find one that, that, that believes that has faith that you can get free from it. And then the counseling and the therapy is a tool to help you to do that. All right. Now you might have to learn to manage it and then get free from it. But the goal is to be free. The goal is not just to manage trauma. Because trauma also produces strongholds. But that's another, that's another lesson. All right. Let not your heart, let's get on, be troubled. All right. How, how are we going to uh, uh, work towards that, Lord? He said, you believe in, well, well, let, well let's slow down. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Christ says, believe also in me. Now, Lord, this is how, why should I not let my heart be troubled? Because if I'm going to deal with, the, with this trauma, you know, as painful as the trauma is, you know, sometimes dealing with it is painful too. If I'm going to go through what it takes to go through to deal with this trauma and to, and to, and to produce in myself the untroubled heart, what for? What for? Because in my father's house are many mansions, and I'm going to prepare a place for you. What, what? Listen, he starts off by saying, don't let your heart be troubled. Why? Because in my father's house are many mansions and I'm preparing a place for you. Well, why, why put those two together? Because the troubled heart keeps you out of your prepared place. Don't let your heart be troubled because there are places in my father's house and I am preparing one for you. You know, when the scripture uses the term house, that's a kingdom term. Remember something, friends. Th this Bible is not a Bible about a religion. It's a Bible about a royal family and a kingdom. 
And, and so when it says my father's house, you, you, you and I, because we don't really grow up in a, in, in, if you're in the Americas or in a republic or a democracy, you don't really grow up in a, a, a kingdom form of natural government. But, um, you know, if you grew up in a kingdom, you would, you would understand the word house very differently. Every royal family, their, their, their reign is referred to as a house. And so, you know, the reigning family in Saudi Arabia is the Saud family, and it's called the House of Saud. You know, the reigning family, you know, it was Queen Elizabeth, in, in England, was Queen Elizabeth, and now, you know, it's King Charles, and they are, I believe, the House of Windsor. You understand, when, when they say the word house, that's not just talking about a, a, a physical place to live, it's a domain and a dominion where your reign lives. So your, so, so your father has a house, the house of Yahweh, the house of Jehovah. Your father has a house. He has a dominion, he has a kingdom, he has a reign. And in your father's house, there are many mansions. There is a domain and a reign and a house for you. See, see, you, you and I are not just here going through life. We're supposed to be, you, you and your family, your bloodline should be building your house. It, under your father's house. So, you know, it, it, your father, Christ is the king of kings. So his name was Yeshua, or, or we could some say Jesus. So you could call it the house of Jesus, but in his house are houses because he's the king, but in his kingdom are other are kings because he's the king of kings. So you are a king or queen under the king. So in his house is your house. And it ain't small, it ain't a shack, it's a mansion. Meaning you, you and I are, are supposed to take dominion over something, you know, over some aspect of what God has given into our hands. This is kingdom talk here. It's not religion talk, it's not even psychological talk, it's, it's, it's kingdom talk in my father's house. In the house of Yahweh, <laughs> the house of Tekuba is there. And, and listen, I don't even have to prepare it. Christ says, I'm going to go prepare. Tekuba, I'm going to go prepare your kingdom. I'm taking a part of my kingdom and I'm deeding it to you as your kingdom. I'm going to prepare it for you. All right, I'm going to get it all set up, just perfectly set up for you. So friends, you, your family, that's what that's the inheritance. We're talking about inheritance now. We're passing this now. But 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 before you can go in, I can't let you go in troubled hearted. Ah, I can't let you go in. Trouble heart. You, you can't go in here with your heart troubled. We got to process. We got to worship. We got to pray this. You know, we got to counsel. 
We gotta wake up another word, therapize <laughs> this trauma out of our heart. This is an all hands on deck, all tools at our disposal. Nothing is off limits for what it takes to deal with this trauma because, because in our father's house is a house for us. But we gotta attain a certain level of freedom. We can't be all up in our father's house with trauma responses. He, you, you can't be in charge, you, you know, of establishing a legacy for a bloodline and, and you flying off every, you know, every time your buttons get pushed. We can't put this in your hand until you and I pr uh, process this trauma. That's why this teaching, preventing trauma from blocking your kingdom access is so important. You can't give highly traumatized people authority because they're not free to make rational, logical, spiritual decisions. Certain things happen, those buttons get pushed and they might say anything. They might do anything. They might tear the whole house up before they snap out of it. They might hurt everybody's feelings on the team. They might bless everybody out. They might jump up and quit. Try, you know, just try to, trying to escape whatever pushed the button. So that's why friends, you know, this is, this is not to penalize us. This is to protect us. He said, I'm, I'm going to prepare a place for you. In, I'm, I'm going to prepare you, put your name in the house of your name I'm going to prepare your house in my father's house, but I got to protect it from your troubled heart. Is this good? You ever heard this before? I, I have never heard this before. This is blessing me. So, 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 so that's why we got to get free in my father. Let's go to a conclusion here for, for today in my father's house. Oh, many mansions, glory to God. Listen, if that if it wasn't true, I would have told you. I want I wouldn't put you through dealing with this troubled heart for nothing. If if it, if it wasn't no point in it, if you might as well just try to manage it and make it through life with it, then I'd tell you that. But no, it's worth the effort. It's worth the discomfort. It's worth the uneasiness. It's worth the work to deal with your troubled heart because. I'm going to prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, then I'm going to come again and receive you unto myself. Listen, you and I got to deal with this trauma because it, th th there, will be a, there will be a day when your heart is untroubled enough for you to hear Christ say, I'm not talking about when you die. I'm talking about in this life for you to hear Christ say in your spirit, okay, it's time to walk in your dominion. Okay, it's time to walk in your authority. Okay, it's time to walk in your destiny. I'm coming to receive you that where I am, seated at the right hand of the Father, there you may be also. And where I go, you know. And the way you no, come on, somebody. Let's go ahead to the end. This is, I love this. He says, listen, trust yourself with this. You, 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 you know 
I'm talking to you now. You know what I'm talking about. You know the trauma that you're dealing with. You know the shockingly disturbing event, or you know the long-term stressful circumstances. You know what you're dealing with, but trust yourself. You also know the way out. You know right now at least the next step you need to take on your journey to the territory of the untroubled heart so that you can walk in your mansion, in your father's house. Come on now. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm saying this because trauma can make you not trust yourself. And I'm telling you right now, my wife has a saying, she's been saying it for many years, and it's so powerful when she says it. She says, your spirit knows. If you can just get off to yourself for a minute and turn the volume of the trauma down, get yourself in worship in the, in the presence of God and say, God, what do I need to do? You know. Trust yourself. You believe in God. Trust yourself. Believe also in Christ. Trust yourself. In his father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, he would have said so. Trust yourself. There is a place and a destiny and a reign and a place of power for you in this life, in the heavenly places with him. Trust yourself. Where he goes, you know, and the way you know. Come on, y'all. Tell yourself right now, I'm taking the first step. I'm making the call, whether it's a therapist, counselor, I'm making the call, whether I need to get in front of my pastor or someone who I trust, I'm making the call. If I just need to get with a covenant kingdom friend and say, listen, I'm about to start this journey. I'm getting free of this. Pray for me and help hold my hand a little bit while I get started. I'm, 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 I'm taking the trip. I'm going on the retreat. I'm going to the conference, whatever it takes, you know what it takes. It might be I'm coming up to a people of God, whatever it is. Listen, we're not playing with this. This ain't religious games. This is serious business. I'm talking about you walking in your power and authority for real while we deal with this troubled heart. We got to get you into the dimension of the untroubled heart so you can walk in the authority and power that God's kingdom, the house of your father, because you're in a royal family has provided a house for you. Let's do it, Lord, right now. We pray for the Holy Spirit to release a, a dispensation of grace on every listener to give us the courage, the faith, and the divine guidance to walk towards the territory of the untroubled heart. We receive it right now and we thank you that we are coming and we will get to that place that you have prepared in this world, in this life, and then again in the world and the life to come. In the matchless name of Yeshua, call Jesus, amen, amen, and amen. All right. 
Boy, that was good for me. I hope it was good for you. I'm Pastor Takuma. This is a people of God. That's it for today, but we look forward to seeing you again on our next Thank you for joining us. Please like our podcast and leave us a five-star review. God bless and have an amazing week.